listening to Grace and Mercy Podcast. This podcast is for people who want to know the grace of God and how it changes the way we interact with the world. I'm your host, author Darlene Bojack, and in this episode, we're going to find out what Deuteronomy has to say about grace. The romance of grace. Before we begin our review of the words in Deuteronomy, let's hear from a call in from Kendra again. What does the rest of the world think grace is? I'm not really sure. Some things that come to my mind would be the prayer that is said before a meal. I think a lot of times, at least in films, grace is referred to that way. Let's say grace. Uh, But besides that, I guess something that is free, um, free pardon for something, free kindness. Uh, And I think in Turkish culture, sometimes gracious people or people that extend grace may be seen as weak. So perhaps grace is seen as a weakness in some ways rather than a strength. Thank you, Kendra. That is another good point you bring up about a grace seen, seen as a weakness. Um, yes, here in, in Turkey, we do have a culture that has a long history and uh, the friction that is with neighboring tribes or neighboring countries. That's not something that you want to easily uh, give in you know, to give in and do favors for people because they might take advantage of you. We were talking about smoothness versus friction. You know, graceful tends to be something that's smooth and pleasing um, and, and pleasant and charming. But friction, it shows kind of power and aggression, you know. And um, when we talk about grace, it's not something that is inherently this powerful, power-proving thing. It's almost serving, right? In the Gospels, Jesus said in Mark 10, For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. We were talking about the verses about giving, that, that grace is about giving and not about taking and grabbing, right? Another thing that this reminded me of is that grace is more about friendship as opposed to animosity. You ask a favor of a friend, you don't ask a favor of from an enemy. Which brings us uh, to into Deuteronomy. We have uh, a very few, just a handful of verses to look at today. Uh, the first word we're going to review is chen um, or chen. It's chen, uh, which is the noun for grace. And that's in Deuteronomy 24.1. Remember that chen in, um, in the Hebrew is adornment, charm, charming, favor, grace, graceful, gracious, 
pleases. So things that are pleasing, things that are pleasing to the eye, things that we want. So adornment is pleasing to the eye, brings pleasure to somebody. Charm is brings pleasure. Or um, if you think of it in terms of magic, would bring a favor, wouldn't it? It would bring somebody to do what you want them to do. But it does have a meaning of charming. Most of the time it's used for favor, doing me a favor. And eight times in the Old Testament, only eight times it's used in the grace that we're looking for. Then it also is graceful, gracious, pleases. But, you know, um, even favor, even charm, even adornment and pleases, all of these definitions are the word we're looking for. We're trying to just understand why did God create this word in Hebrew called hen that reflects in the New Testament the grace of God. That is what our mystery is. What is the grace of God? So the first time, the only time this word is used in the book of Deuteronomy is in Deuteronomy 24.1. This is the one time the noun is used. Do not be surprised. When a man takes a wife and marries her, if then she finds no favor in his eyes because he has found some indecency in her, and he writes her a certificate of divorce and puts it in her hand and sends her out of his house, and she departs out of his house. And then it goes on. The verse Uh, continues about what happens to the woman. So this is giving a scenario of a marriage and the wife does not bring favor. The man takes no favor, finds no favor with her. So we're going to put this thought on hold and review the other three times that we see uh, the word grace and this time the the next ones are hanan which is the verb form there is a note for hanan with regard to the the uses in deuteronomy that it is it is showing favor or being gracious by considering and sparing by considering and sparing so what does that mean to consider and spare like you remember Joseph begged his brothers, please, please, right? He wanted them to consider and to spare, to consider and spare, and to spare him from this thing that was going to happen. So if you're hungry and you ask, please, may I have some food? They're sparing you from hunger, right? They are taking you from one state into another state, okay? And here is our verse. Uh, first verse is Deuteronomy 3.23. Moses is forbidden to enter into the land. And, and I pleaded with the Lord at that time, saying, O Lord, you have only begun to show your servant your greatness and your mighty hand. For what God is there in heaven or on earth who can do such works and mighty acts as yours? Please let me go over and see the good land beyond the Jordan, that good hill country in Lebanon. But the Lord was angry with me because of you and would not listen to me. 
And the Lord said to me, Enough from you. Do not speak to me of this matter again. Go up to the top of Pisgah and lift up your eyes westward and northward and southward and eastward and look at it with your eyes for you shall not go over this Jordan. Uh, Recognize that it was in the very first sentence that we said and I pleaded with the Lord at that time. Okay, so pleading as the definition said by considering and sparing. So um, he's begging God, please let me go. And God says, definitely not. Okay, then we have Deuteronomy 7, 2, starting at verse 1. When the Lord your God brings you into the land, you are entering to take possession of it and clears away many nations before you, the Hittites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, seven nations more numerous and mightier than you. And when the Lord your God gives them over to you and you defeat them, Then you must devote them to complete destruction. You shall make no covenant with them and show no mercy to them. All right. Can you guess which of those words in that last sentence is the word that we're researching, which is grace? Interestingly, it is right after the word covenant. You shall make no covenant with them nor show mercy. So in this case, show mercy to them is the word grace. Uh, We usually make a distinction between the word grace and mercy. The name of our podcast is Grace and Mercy because we understand that those are two different things, but they are kind of intertwined here uh, in this this verse. Not showing mercy to to the ungodly nations when you go into the land. And finally, we have Deuteronomy 28.50. The Lord will bring a nation against you from far away, from the end of the earth, swooping down like an eagle, a nation whose language you do not understand, a hard-faced nation who shall not respect the old or show mercy to the young. So again, in this case, it's the word mercy. Uh, we, We are researching the word grace, and yet we find that the, the word mercy is, is tied with it here in Deuteronomy. Okay, so I said at the beginning the the love story of grace in Deuteronomy because we started with Hen and about the woman who finds no uh, pleasure in her husband's eyes. In Deuteronomy, God is distinguishing his people as unique from the rest of the nations. And so when he says, don't make a, co- don't make a covenant with those people, and when he says it, that they are a ruthless nation that have no respect for the old and no pity for the young or no mercy or no grace for the young, he's showing a distinction, them and us. And Jesus did that continually. Sheep and goats, my sheep follow me the the them and us is part of the covenant of god and so when we look at the 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 divorce statement the divorce statement as the only real reference to the word favor or hen as a noun uh we we need to think about that word now 
on working on the assumption that the Bible is a message of grace. And so Deuteronomy is using the word grace as a distinction between uh, my people and not my people, which is bringing us to Hosea. Hosea 2, God's mercy to Israel. Hosea 2.14 Therefore, behold, I will allure her and lead her to the wilderness and speak to her tenderly. There I will give back her vineyards and make the valley of Achor into a gateway of hope. There she will respond as she did in the days of her youth, as in the day she came up out of Egypt. In that day, declares the Lord, you will call me my husband, and no longer call me my master. For I will remove from her lips the names of the Baals. No longer will their names be invoked. On that day, I will make a covenant for them with the beasts of the field and the birds of the air and the creatures that crawl on the ground. And I will abolish bow and sword and weapons of war in the land and will make them lie down in safety. So I will betroth you to me forever. I will betroth you in righteousness and justice, in loving devotion and compassion. And I will betroth you in faithfulness, and you will know the Lord. On that day I will respond, declares the Lord. I will respond to the heavens, and they will respond to the earth. And the earth will respond to the grain, and the new wine and oil. And they will respond to Jezreel. And I will sow her as my own in the land. And I will have compassion on no compassion. I will say to those called not my people, you are my people. And they will say, you are my God. In Hosea, we see the, the favor shown to the, um, the one who had not found favor. Just like the, you got to feel for the, any of the women who are in a situation like you have the in Deuteronomy twenty four one, where it says that if if the woman does not find favor in his eyes, because he's found some indecency in her, he writes her a certificate of divorce and puts it in her hand and sends her out. And Jesus was um, clear to his disciples that um, only unfaithfulness was a cause for divorce and the disciples thought that was very strict but you see marriage is a reflection of God's relationship with his church and so the message here about divorce not finding favor sending them away it it's um it's not just about that young woman who didn't find favor in her husband's eyes it's about us because we see in Hosea that this law about divorce is a warning to us about how we need that favor um the details about how a woman would not find favor in her husband's eyes you know Christ was clear that it was unfaithfulness that was the indecency that was meant in the law. Christ clarified this, that Moses, he says, Moses allowed it because you were wicked, but but God's true desire was only for unfaithfulness would you lose favor. And so 
you know, we, we hold, we, we open our arms to receive this gift of grace from God or, or this gift from God, which is grace. We open our arms and receive it. And yet to not be appreciative of it and to be unfaithful after we receive it, it puts us in the position of this one time in Deuteronomy where grace is mentioned. You see, um, Deuteronomy is a repeating of the law for the people before they go into the promised land. This is for the second generation of kids. They're hearing the law again. And the one time we see grace is a warning about remaining God's people. Very soon, the Joshua is going to say to them, Choose this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So the, the favor of God is not something to, to be flippant about. As we said about the word joy, you know, God is jealous for the word joy. He's jealous for rejoicing. He does not want that joy to come from anything except for things that are from his hand and acknowledging him and having him be a part of that, uh, of that uh, rejoicing. The joy comes because that is a gift from God. As we said um, last time, reading from the book of John, in this case, we learn that God considers people who he favors to be like a wife. And we need to uh, treasure the favor that we do have and realize that that it's a it comes from him right i mean how easily this man who divorced his wife because she didn't find favor how easy that was to just disregard them and yet god has said in hosea even though you were unfaithful i will remain faithful and he says that also in the new testament that he he will be faithful. If we have no faith, he will have um, remained faithful because he cannot deny himself. Because we, when we are saved by grace, but by grace you are saved through faith. And this is not of yourselves. Um, it is from God um, by grace so that no one should boast. You see, it's from God. It comes from inside him. Just like the the man, he found no favor with the woman. Something um, in him was displeased and decided that he didn't want that favor anymore. In the same way, the exact reverse of that or the mirror image of that is from inside of God, he has chosen to show grace to us. So let's um, close remembering this again, that God said, On that day I will respond, declares the Lord. I will respond to the heavens, and they will respond to the earth, and the earth will respond to the grain and to the new wine and oil, and they will respond to Jezreel. So these are physical blessings. And I will sow her as my own in the land, and I will have compassion on no compassion. And I will say to those called not my people, you are my people. And they will say, you are my God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are very grateful for the book of Deuteronomy that reminds us that you are 
um, the God who shows favor and we remain in your in your um, kingdom because of that favor, because you have shown favor and because you have called us your own. We, you have called us um, my people. And we say to you, we say back, you are our God. We are very grateful and we ask that you will continue to show us grace and show us how we can show grace to this world. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Grace and Mercy Podcast with author Darlene Bojek. This has been episode 10 of season one, Finding Grace. And the question of this week, how have someone's actions helped you understand grace? You can find the show notes for this episode, including links to everything we talked about at graceandmercypodcast.com. Be sure to answer any of the questions of the week on the show notes page. All right, see you next time.